we might have said deviled eggs at least uh i don't know 35 times or something so there you go you got your deviled eggs fix for the year for maybe for the lifetime Jay, start the timer. Welcome to the podcast, a behind the scenes, unfiltered, no holds barred look at the realities of the location independent life from two guys who are living that life. I'm Trav. I like a good deviled egg. I'm Jason. I I love a good deviled egg. It's been a while since I've had deviled eggs. We're going to be talking about deviled eggs today and uh, many other things related to, well, I don't want to spoil it too much, Trap, but when's the last time you had a, a deviled egg, by the way? Good question. It, it has been in the past year. I can't pinpoint when it was, but I remember... I'll give you one that I ha- okay. I'll give you one that I had. It wasn't the last one that I had, but it was the last memorable one I had. I went out with our buddy Matt Giovanisi, uh, and when he came into Philadelphia, this was probably last Christmas. So uh, we're talking almost a year ago at when we're recording this. He came into Philadelphia to come hang out, and we went to a brewery called Crime and Punishment Brewery. It's and they all do all Russian. Like it's Russian themed, you know, food and and beers and stuff like that. And they had pickled deviled eggs on there. And we we're both like, yeah, I haven't had deviled eggs for us. So we got them. They were awesome, like incredible, incredible. And they were, you know, I'm colorblind, Jay, so it takes a grain of salt. But like blue or purple, um, I guess from the pickling, but fantastic pickled deviled eggs at Crime and Punishment Brewery in I'm Philly. I'm so hungry right now. But that's that's not what we're going to talk about on this uh, on this podcast. What are we talking about, Trav? The time's a ticking. The time is a ticking. So you sent me an article and said I think this would make good fodder for a podcast article or a podcast episode, and I listened to it and I agree. So there's an article, and you guys could check it out. It's from the Cut, which I guess is part of New York, the New Yorker magazine. Jay, I'm not exactly sure, but it's called the Cut. And the title is Not Everything is a Side Hustle by an author named Ann Friedman. Came out January 11th, 2018. So even though it was a few years ago, very apropos for what we're talking for, for this time period, you know, nothing is dated in there. And, her, and again, the title was Not Everything is a Side Hustle. Um, actually, when you sent it to me, the link, kind of the metadata in the link said against side hustles. So it was a little more provocative in the, in like when you send it via link to me, I was like, Oh, all right. Then, you know, it said not everything is a side hustle. Fine. Read through the article and point is essentially that. And she tells it through her lens, right? She started really getting into deviled eggs, making deviled eggs, made all types of crazy deviled eggs, you know, bacon flavored de- deviled eggs, hot sauce and uh, crumbled blue cheese, miso deviled eggs, garnished with pickled ginger and scallion, Bloody Mary deviled eggs. So she was making getting all hungrier. these artisanal deviled <laughs> eggs. You got to go make some deviled eggs. They're pretty easy. I mean, not easy, but easy enough. So she was making all these deviled eggs and people were saying there, oh my gosh, these are so good that I would buy these from you. And she that led her down the path to think, wait, should I start a business 
a side hustle around making deviled eggs and came to the quick conclusion that she said, no, like this for me um, is personal pleasure. And she even says personal pleasure is what makes a hobby a hobby. Messing around with a stand mixer or a sewing machine is fun for me because it's not work. And so that was her conclusion. She gives some other examples. Good article. Well written. Her point being, hey, there are some things that I do that I don't want to turn into a business because if I did, I think that I would lose the joy from them. Mm -hmm. And how do you feel about that, Trev? So, I, I mean, I agree with her. I, I think that she, I think that it's, the, the title is more provocative than the, than the conclusion that she comes to. I think the conclusion that she comes to is a pretty, a little bit of a no-brainer. Like, sure, there are some things that if you enjoy doing them might not make a good business or might not be something that you want to turn into a business. But I do think that she misses the point a little bit because there, you know, I think that you can have things that are a hobby and then turn them into a legitimate money-making endeavor, a side hustle, something like that. And again, she's not going so, so over the top to say that no one can do it. So I'm not, I'm not, I'm not calling her wrong. I just think that there is a bigger issue at play here. And, and we always talk about, do you need to follow your passion? Right? So, so do you need, so I think there's kind of two sides to this coin, Jay, and then I'll let you weigh in on here. One is, does the thing that you create a side hustle out of have to be something you're passionate about? So, so if you're starting your own business, and we recommend starting it as a side hustle to begin with and then building it into a full-time business over time. That's what we teach. It's what we preach. It's the best way to go forward. So people always say, well, do I have to be passionate about the thing that I am starting as a side hustle? And then on the flip side is, hey, if I'm passionate about it, something, is that where I should first start looking for my side hustle? So I think there's two questions. Does your side hustle have to be something you're passionate about? And if you're unsure of what you want to do as a side hustle, should you start by looking at hobbies or things that you are passionate about? So let me flip it over to you and kind of pose those two questions for you, because this is a deeper level now than the article was. Yeah, I mean, I came to the same conclusion that the overarching theme was, you know, should you take on work that you're passionate, like, should you make your side hustle something you're passionate about, right? I thought this was a... Uh, not totally off topic, but a cool quote in this article. She says, um, uh, well, actually it was a quote from another guy named Stephen Gelber. And he, he wrote a book, I guess, called Hobbies, Leisure, and the Culture of Work in America. And he said, hobbies are a contradiction. They take work and turn it into leisure and take leisure and turn it into work. I thought that was pretty clever. Um, so that's the, the crux, right, of the, of the question, do you take uh, leisure and turn it into work? Um, now... I think this comes down to, I, I think one of Anne's points, first of all, in the article is, is the societal pressure around, oh, well, like you're good at this thing. So why don't you just turn it into a business? And she wasn't having any of that, right? Like when that suggestion came down the pipe for the devil eggs thing. But there's this idea, I think that can often happen to a lot of people if you like, if you put your stuff out there enough with like a hobby that you're say good at or whatever. And people will inevitably say, Oh, why don't you, why don't you do that for your business? And, and I think this comes down to like an individual personality thing, right? It's like, if, if you feel that the passion 
that you have for X thing is going to be the thing that like gets you out of bed and carries you uh, through the day and makes the business successful. And I'm kind of falling more into that bucket. I would say there's no like, this isn't black and white, right? There are a lot of shades of gray here. Then by all means, you might want to consider doing something, uh, doing a business around something that you're passionate about, right? Because it's going to be, it's going to keep your interest. It's going to keep you excited about it. But if you think the business is going to spoil something that you're passionate about in some way, it's going to kind of ruin it for you. And it's like, it's like sort of a sacred thing. And, and that's, I feel like Anne's approach to like making deviled eggs. It's almost like this sacred space for her. Like she doesn't want, she doesn't want uh, consumerism invading on her sacred space. She just wants to be in her little Zen space and make deviled eggs. And like, we, I think we all have those things, right? We don't necessarily want to turn everything into what a would business. that be? What would they be for you? Can you think of something off the top of your head where you're like, I would never want to do this you know, as either as, as a career or even as a side hustle, because I just enjoy getting to go and do it. I enjoy barbecuing, for example. I, I think I'm pretty good at it. I do like to cook. I'm getting... You did once barbecue as a career. <laughs> That's true. Way That's true. back, way yeah. back when. But I'm getting more into uh, cooking, I think. Uh, my interests are there, but I don't necessarily have any uh, business drive towards it. You know what I mean? But I'm also like one of my passions is business. So that that maybe is a little different because I I like to look at things through a business lens and see how other people might be doing things in that space. And I I also like the idea of uh, this this overall concept of putting yourself into a space that you're passionate about, right? So it might not want it might not be the exact thing that uh, you do as a hobby. But if I, if I like play guitar and I write songs and I love that, okay, well, I love music. So maybe I, I, my side hustle somehow puts me into the category of the music industry because I get to be around that. Maybe I'm not directly doing the thing uh, that I love as my hobby and getting paid for it, but maybe I just love to be around it so much that I put myself in that category. So that's like another kind of approach to this. So really, I think this comes down to an individual sort of decision, right, of hey, it's like, ultimately, you're not going to be successful with your side hustle unless you can show up and like stay excited about it and keep going, going, going and be persistent and continue taking action. And if you can honestly answer that question and say, okay, I'm going to start this thing and you know, I'm not passionate about it, but because there's so much opportunity, I can get passionate about the business side of it or something else, then go for it. You know, uh, it's not, you never have to do everything for anything forever. Anyway, you can always change it up, right? If you hate bookkeeping, but you know, you can start a successful bookkeeping business. Maybe you're excited about the idea of working for yourself so much so that you're like, all right, this can be my first thing. I'm not going to do it forever, but I can be excited about that part of it. You know? So again, there's a lot of shades of gray here, but those are some initial thoughts. Yeah. I think that a few things I want to pull out from this is one that you just mentioned, about getting yourself into an industry, and that's probably the best way to say it, that you might be passionate about. So for example, let's say Anne, let's take Anne's example, right? She, let's say she wanted to do a side hustle and she's already a writer and she and she loves writing, right? And she says, well, I don't want to stand behind a mixer and make deviled eggs as a side hustle. But what Anne might say to herself is like, 
all right, if I want to pick up more writing work, let, let's say she's, and I don't know if this case, you know, I'm sure she is a freelance writer, but let's say she was full-time somewhere as a writer, but she said, I have time that I want to pick up more freelance stuff. Um, and she might look at it and she might say, okay, well, a side hustle for me could be around writing about cooking. I enjoy the writing and I enjoy the cooking, right? Um, you know, maybe it's something as, as niche as like, you know, and this is a funny example, but writing for the deviled egg weekly, you know, again, obviously there's probably not something like that that exists, but she's looking at something she does enjoy and she's saying, all right, I don't have to actually be doing that action. Your example spot on, Jay. You don't actually, you enjoy music, but you don't have to be playing music as your side hustle, either out busking or out playing at bars and, and getting, you know, paid to do it. But you could say, all right, well, I really enjoy working in logistics, so I'm going to become a manager of a band or I'm going to schedule bands concerts and, and things like that. So that's one thing I want people to realize is that you don't have to be doing the action that maybe is the hobby. You could say, what industry is this hobby a part of? And then where does maybe my skill set lie? You brought it up with bookkeeping. So again, if you're a bookkeeper, we've seen this happen with tons of people who come to our Lifestyle Launch Academy, Jay. They're like, uh, a lot of bookkeepers actually and CPA say, you know, I got to get out of this profession. It's, it's driving me insane. It's killing me. And a lot of them are coming from big five firms or, or big firms, and they don't like the culture. They don't like working for a boss. They don't like going into the office that, you know, blah, 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 blah. But what, when we strip it all away, what we realize they do like is the process that goes behind bookkeeping and accounting and things like that. And so when they get to work um, for for smaller businesses or businesses that that uh, resonate with their mission, all of a sudden they're like, whoa, this is a whole, it's a, it's a 180 because of who you're working for, the industry you're in. So I want people to realize that too, right? You're not always doing the action. You could just find yourself in the industry and that's as much enjoyment and you could get enjoyment out of that. Jay, I did this with a with a master's degree, right? I went and got a degree in sports management. I would never get a degree in management. I would never enjoy a, a class that was just on law, but it was sports law, so it was awesome. It was sports marketing, so it was awesome because all the case studies we're reading are about things that I remember in sports or that I'm interested in. And so it, it's a whole different ball game, but I'm ching. <laughs> You know, when it comes to that. So I've been waiting to do that, haven't so you? <laughs> I just want I, I want people I want people I actually forgot I had the little <laughs> pad here to hit that. Uh so I want people to realize that the second thing that that I want people to realize and, and you kind of mentioned this then too is that you know, if you have something you are passionate about, so to take those two questions I posed to you, hey, if you're passionate about something, does it have to be come a side hustle? The answer is no. You know, you should and can take sacred things that you do in life and say, I'm never going to turn this into a business. And that's fine. Probably the easiest way to see if you think it'll ruin your day-to-day -day life, if, if that became a side hustle or a business, is just to start mapping it out. So many people don't take this easy step. I'm guilty as charged of saying, cool, if I was to make deviled eggs and I was going to cater or open up a dev deviled egg food truck truck, what would that look like? And just start putting yourself th in three months, what would that look like? Six months, a year. What are the things that have to happen behind the scenes to get that going outside of just making deviled eggs and say, are these things that I enjoy? And if it's not, then you say, listen, I'm going to let that go. Yeah. Right? I mean, um, for me, it, it yeah. has, there has to be some element of uh, 
enjoyment or, or you know, it's so hard to not use the word passion because everybody understands what that means. But I feel like it has these heavy impl- implications and it can actually prevent people from taking action in their side hustle because like I have to find the perfect thing that I'm super passionate about. When in fact, like one other way to look at this is that, you know, maybe it's it's healthier to not look at the overall business as something you have to be passionate about. Like you said, it could be the industry or something like that. It could also just be like a part of your core business, right? Like, so I'll use an example for me. I wanted to start a podcast because I love to have conversations with people. I loved the idea of sharing these conversations. I didn't know I was passionate about podcasting per se because I'd never done it before, but I knew I liked to learn from people. I liked getting different perspectives. I liked hearing different perspectives and it all sort of fit into the the podcasting world, right? So it was like something that I felt like I was manageable, that I could, uh, was, was a was a framework within which I could operate and incorporate some of my passions of conversations and, you know, sharing stories and things like that. And in a way that is much more enjoyable for me, like I'd rather sit here and chat with you, Trav, than spend this half hour sitting down and writing by myself and trying to like write out these ideas. Now other people might want to just be writing by themselves and that's their jam. You know what I mean? But this is, so this became a part of what I do because I'm excited about it, but it's not just all we do, right? It's a piece of what we do. So uh, that is another way to look at it, you know? That's the danger of the word passion to me when people, when it relates to entrepreneurship and starting side hustles, is that people will say, do I have to be passionate about something to, to start a side hustle around it? And it's hard to give a yes or no answer because passion isn't something that is always a yes or no thing and and you can't it's hard As to measure too right like it's hard you, to measure you say if you're if you're x percent passionate about you know making this business successful so you can spend more time with your family like all right well who isn't passionate about that right but is that enough to carry you through like again shades of gray you know yeah and i think that a lot of times people assume that they're going to sit down and passion is going to fall into their lap, right? So am I passionate? You know, they're asking themselves at this point right now, am I passionate about this thing? Yes or no. We just said it's not really a yes or no question, right? There's It's, it's a whole continuum. Um, there's a lot of factors. But also, there are some things you haven't tried yet and haven't done that you're not sure if you're passionate about it. You brought the example of podcasting up, Right. Both you and I love podcasting now. It's one of the best things that we get to do. But before we started podcasting, we didn't know if we were passionate about it because we hadn't tried it. We just had an inkling that, hey, this would be Because we knew fun. we liked to talk. And so if you're sitting right? there and you're saying, <laughs> yeah, right. If you're sitting there and you're saying like, well, I don't know if I'm passionate about this. Hey, it, like, does it spur your interest a little bit? Does it something you think would be fun? And if so, then you at least might go down that path to start seeing if it is something you're passionate about. With the caveat that if you don't end up being crazy passionate about it, that's also okay. You mentioned something that I wanted to get in here before we close out this show that's super important is that you don't always have to be crazy passionate about the thing that you are doing. You can be passionate about the results that you're going to achieve because of that. And so again, we'll come back to this, this bookkeeper idea because for me, that's something that I would never be passionate about. I get that people are. But someone might say, well, I have to get out bookkeeping, blah, blah, and then, and then they sh- switch their situation. Like, well, I really do like this. It's not my favorite thing in the world to do accounting. My favorite thing is to do travel. So I could go and be a travel writer. 
Or you could say, well, why don't you take these skills that you learned as an accountant, do that for companies you like. Yeah, again, let's put it on a continuum. Let's say you're a six or seven out of 10 with the work that you're doing because now you're doing it with companies you like. Well, cool, you might not be crazy passionate about it, but then it allows you to travel the world and do things that you want and be location independent and have the triangle of freedom. So now all of a sudden, your work is a six or seven out of 10, but your life has jumped up dramatically you know, and that's a big, big, big difference. So I want, I think, I guess what I'm saying I want people to do is look at it holistically too. Don't just, don't just look at what the side hustle is and say, how passionate am I about that? Say, what does this allow me to do? And Chris is going to buzz us out in a second. What does this allow me to do? And how does this raise my overall happiness on a scale of zero out of 10 in my life? Right? Because that might, it might bring your whole overall life happiness up quite a bit because it allows you to do things like work less, like travel more, like spend time with your family. Basically have the triangle of freedom, time, location, and financial freedom. Yeah, and the last thing I'll add, and everybody knows this, I mean, sometimes you just have to, sometimes like trying things and, and dropping them, whether they're hobbies or businesses or whatever, uh, maybe you drop them because you, you they don't serve you or you no longer enjoy them or whatever. Sometimes you got to do things to like, it's just as important to figure out what you don't like right? And that kind of helps you sift through. And, and of course, it's always better to take action than to not because you can always change things up, right? Um, if you think, oh, well, I don't know if I'm passionate enough about this, but but maybe, maybe I could get excited enough about the the idea of just like running a business for myself. That's the thing I'm, I'm, I'm more excited about than anything related to this. Well, the only way to see if that's going to carry you through is just by trying it, right? Like you can't really know. And of course, we're constantly evolving as individuals. So, uh, you know, how we feel now might not be, we not, might not be feeling the same way in six months. Our passions change, our interests change. And um, that's important too, because we, I think, can get locked in as humans uh, to looking at passion as like a static thing. That's, But it's really an ever-shifting thing, right? Um, even on a day-to-day basis, you know? Even if I love sitting down and writing a song and playing guitar, I don't feel like doing it every day, you know? Um, so, again, we just like, we're just, thought this article was a good place to kind of start and have this conversation and spitball some different perspectives. Uh, so take from it what you will. And um, we enjoyed, we enjoyed chat. I enjoyed chatting about it. And I, I've never heard the term deviled eggs. Well, of course, I, you're passionate. I don't think I've ever you're said, passionate yeah, about I'm passionate it. about it. Deviled eggs. I mean, how many times did we say that in this episode? We should have had Chris ding, ding, ding every time we said it. We, we might've said deviled eggs at least, uh, I don't know, 35 times or something. So there you go. You got your deviled eggs fix for the year for maybe for the lifetime. Thank you guys for listening. If you're interested in this idea of starting a side hustle and helping to figure out what that side hustle might be, because as Jay said, I think, and as Ann pointed out in this article, I think there you should start, you should think about it before you dive in, but don't overthink it, right? Plan and implement. Don't just plan and never implement. And so people fall into both those traps, right? They they don't plan and they jump in, which which can be dangerous, or they plan, 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 and then they never do anything because they keep saying, well, this isn't the right idea. We do a lot on trying to bust those myths and helping you get started. That's really our main mission is helping you start a side hustle so that you can start figuring out for yourself as you go along what you're passionate about, what things you do enjoy doing, um, and starting this path towards the triangle freedom. You can find everything over at locationindie.com. Check that out. Make sure the thing that you should do today, if you're not, is hop on the email newsletter list because that's where a lot of good stuff's coming. That's how you can find out about the fun challenges we do. 
um, and things like that. So check it out, locationindy.com, and hop on the email newsletter list. We will chat with you soon. Thanks again. Have a great one.